Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. Today, we're chatting with Emily Logan Lewis, aka Emily the Mystic. She is an intuitive mentor, spiritual teacher, and Akashic Records master consultant. We're going to be talking about past life regressions to heal your earthly patterns. We're talking about how to remember your galactic origins, using psychic abilities in your business and life, strengthening and trusting your intuition, all the fun things, you guys. You are going to just love this little short and sweet episode. We're kind of sampling out doing episodes that are a little bit shorter. I don't know about you guys, but like I tend to like tune out after half an hour to 45 minutes. So we're going to sample it, see if you like it, DM me, let me know. And yeah, lots of changes happening over here at Chakra Girl HQ. As you know, we have our Rituals by Chakra Girl app. You can get seven days for free. Go to chakragirlco.com. We have some really exciting fun new rituals coming out. One is about the power of receiving and really like strengthening and opening up our heart chakras to receive more love, abundance, all the things that we want. So that's a good new, new. And then also, I mean, have you guys checked out my new jewelry business prism? Did you know that one of my co-founders is one of the real housewives of Salt Lake city? Did you know that I've combined all the things that I love in my life, fashion, spirituality and real housewives into one business because I have. So go to prismlifestyle.co and guess what? I'm giving Chakra Girl listeners 11% off of all purchases because you know we love an angel number. So use code Chakra Girl and get 11% off your prism purchase. We have intentional, beautiful, fashionable jewelry that you will love. We have a specific solar plexus healing necklace called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace, which honors your moon sign, all sides of yourself, your shadows, allows you to integrate. And every piece is designed with intention, with love, and comes with an intention setting ritual. So you're going to infuse your intentions into your jewelry and really use it as an anchor. I love using like a physical anchor for my intentions, for my goals, for my manifestations. And why not do something that's like so glamorous and she can up levels your outfit while you're at it. So go to prismlifestyle.co and follow us on Instagram too at prismlifestyle.co. All right, loves, let's dive into this episode with Emily Logan Lewis. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am your host, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and quantumly connected, one activated chakra at a time. We have a lovely guest here today. Her name is Emily Logan Lewis, aka Emily the Mystic. She is an intuitive mentor, a spiritual teacher, and an Akashic Records master consultant. She is on a mission to soften shadow work and help old souls heal, as well as reclaim their intuitive gifts, manifest their dreams, and experience the most joyous life 
while doing it. We're so happy to have you here. Welcome to the show, Emily. Thank you. I'm so pumped to be here and excited to chat about all the things today. Yes. Tell us your sun, moon, and rising. So I'm a Pisces sun, Gemini moon, and a Taurus rising. So nice little combo. Very nice combo. So your birthday is coming up-ish. It is. uh, Two weekends from now. Okay. Any big plans? Uh, Big plans, getting my hair done. So having like a nice little spa day to myself and going to a restaurant here in Philly that I've been waiting to get a reservation for with my partner. And I'm really excited that we finally got in. So it'll be fun. Birthday dinner date with good hair. Like what else could one want? Exactly. (laughs) Okay. What is a daily ritual that you almost never skip? Oh, I love this. So I'm a big tea drinker and tea for me is a ritual. I actually made the choice to mostly cut out coffee a year ago, and it has actually changed a lot of things for me. And I have found that by drinking tea, I am more energized and in more of a flow state during my day. And I also don't have as many of the digestion issues that I was having before. And I like now that tea has become such a beautiful part of my morning where I can really set intentions with it. I can be present with it. And it just really helps me to ground myself and center myself for the day ahead. So that's a big thing for me. We need a warm beverage moment in the morning that isn't coffee. I fully support this movement. Um, Absolutely. So tell us about your spiritual awakening that led to making all of this your life's work. Yeah. So it's interesting because I grew up as a very intuitive, sensitive, empathic kid, like a lot of us are. And when I was a child, specifically when I was like between nine to 11, I was really interested in spiritual topics, even things that I couldn't really as a kid fully understand. And I would go to Barnes and Noble with my mom and I would read all of the books about the law of attraction and astrology and numerology and just thought it was so fun. And I really like immersed myself in it and became so passionate about it from a very young age. But I always wanted to be seen as one of those psychic kids. And so I like wanted somebody to knock on my door when I was a child and be like, we're going to invite you on the, you know, the psychic kids TV shows. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, that never happened for me. And now looking back with time, I'm able to realize how intuitive I really am and how, um, how strong my psychic gifts are. But because I didn't, at the time I didn't have a mentor, wasn't taught. I grew up in a Catholic family. I wasn't really able to see my intuitive gifts for the powerful, for the powerful nature that they have. Um, so it took me really reawakening back up to my spirituality at a later age. And I went through what I call a reawakening journey during the middle of the pandemic, when a lot of people did. And when I rediscovered my spiritual passions that I had had as a kid, it really just helped me find myself again. Mm -hmm. And at the time I was working in a corporate job and felt really just dragged down by the density of everything going on in the world and by the work that I was doing. And I was like, oh my God, this is not me. Like, who is is this version of me that I've created? It's not me anymore. And that's when I decided to start a business. And now I do this work for people full time. And I'm like so passionate about it. Um, And I know that it's what I'm here to do. I know that it's my mission and purpose. 
Amazing. And so you do past life regressions. Am I correct? I do. Yes. So I want to learn a little bit more about that. I just personally have not had like a good experience with it because I'm like, maybe my past lives are healed. Like, I don't know. But like, I'd love to know your experience with past life regressions and how that kind of like, when you decided, okay, I start, I need to start teaching these. Absolutely. So I started working with a teacher who specializes in past life regression and shadow work when I was really in the height of what I call kind of the learning phase of my spiritual awakening journey, where I was trying to learn as much as I could about different modalities and discovering what I was passionate about within the spiritual space. And past life work shifted a lot for me. It really changed the game for me because I found that a lot of the challenges and things that I was navigating in this lifetime were actually rooted in energies from the past Mm -hmm. and things that I had considered to be like wounds from this lifetime were actually old, ancient things that were unfinished that I had started in past lives. Mm -hmm. And so by doing that work with my own mentor at the time, I was able to get a lot of clarity around some of my more challenging relationships in this lifetime, why I've chosen those, how to best navigate them and around, again, my purpose and like what I'm here to do. And I found after working with my teacher that I could drop myself into past lives and do that myself. And so I learned, oh my gosh, like I have to teach other people how to do this because it's been so profound for me. And now I love leading my clients through past life work because it really helps the soul gain clarity around what has happened in the past and how it's impacting their lives now. Yeah. So essentially you're like bringing people to like a state of hypnosis, I'm guessing. And they're kind Mm -hmm. of, you're bringing them back to that point in time when this imprint was created or when this pattern was created, and then they're doing the healing work from there. Is there like an energy healing work or is it kind of like inner child work where you're just kind of like giving love in the moment or what is the process there? Yeah. So I do all of my sessions within the energy of the Akashic records. Mm. So the Akashic records is a high vibrational frequency and I consider it to be working in the quantum realm of possibility. So when we're working in the Akashic records, there are unlimited possibilities and potentials for healing, including deeply tapping into past lives. So I found that by doing past life regression in the energy of the Akashic records, some of my clients who may have trouble visualizing or who feel blocked with tapping into past lives or seeing things or connecting with their spirit guides, it gives them a little bit of a vibrational lift so that they can more easily see, visualize, tune into those gifts and be able to receive the information that they need from their past lives. And then to do the healing, I let the guides channel through me the process and the method that they need to receive. So that could involve clearing energy from the chakras, rebalancing the chakras that could involve pulling out, (laughs) pulling out. And I'm putting everything in air quotes here. You guys, if you're not watching the video, uh, pulling out energies from different parts of the body where they may be living, but overall it helps the soul come to a state of understanding about what happened so that it can be able to move on. Yes. I love that. And I feel like sometimes like we'll understand something. I'll be like, okay, 
I'm doing this because of this pattern and it was in this past life, but like how, what are your tips for actually integrating the lesson? Like it's one thing to know. And then it's another (laughs) thing actually integrate. Totally. I'm a huge proponent in my sessions of making sure that my clients leave with actionable guidance for moving forward with their life. So they always leave a session with me with a few tips or baby steps that they can take after the session in order to be able to bring everything from the higher realms down into real human life. So we make sure that we do that. And With the past life work, it's always focused around, the intention is always around, how is this impacting your life now? Mm -hmm. I don't do the work from a place of, oh, let's be curious and like, let's discover who you were in a past life. It's from the intention of, how is this impacting you now so that you can enjoy your life here on earth even more? Yeah. Okay. I love that. We don't need the fluff, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you, your YouTube channel is all about like star seeds and galactic family and all the things that I'm obsessed with. So tell me how you got started in this. Like, how did you start connecting to like your star seed family and like getting all this knowledge? I want to know that journey. Yeah, absolutely. So during my spiritual journey, I was learning a lot about galactic beings, extraterrestrials, and I was really drawn to that part of the spiritual community and the spirituality in general, because it helped me to feel understood. Mm -hmm. Throughout my whole life, I have felt like I was the outsider looking in, like I was a little bit of a misfit when I was a kid and never like I really fit in with my friends and my community and where I grew up. And so learning about what it means to be a starseed, which is someone whose soul originated in another place, space, and time in another star system on another planet uh, means that I chose to come here to planet Earth with a specific mission and purpose. And so knowing that I'm not from here, knowing that I it makes sense that I haven't felt fully at home here has helped me really come home more deeply to myself and understand myself a lot better. So I became obsessed with that, started learning a lot about different galactic groups. And at the time I was also deep in my Akashic records teacher training. Mm -hmm. Um, And while I was learning the Akashic records and doing readings for people, I had people coming out of the woodwork asking me for their starseed origins and galactic information. And I was like, out of all of the things, why am I attracting people who want that? Like yeah. what's going on here? And yeah. the guys were like, it's because it's part of what you're here to do. So you're just attracting clients who want that. Yeah. So the YouTube channel uh, was created out of a need for me to fully understand and have a good grasp on who these different beings are by interviewing them and getting to know them myself. Okay. I want to know <laughs> your galactic origins. So I am what is known as a blueprinter. Okay. Blueprinters are from what is called the Andromeda galaxy. That's where I'm from too. I love it. I love it. Okay. So tell me why blueprinter. So blueprinter, it's another term for people from the Andromeda galaxy because we know and have created the original blueprints for life. Okay. Cause something weird is, so I had never heard of Andromeda before. And I was like, 
really getting into channeling and I wasn't really even into like starseed anything. Like I didn't really know much about it. I'd heard of Pleiadians. Maybe I'd heard of Syrians. I don't even know. Are Syrians, is that what you even would call them? Sirius? I don't Mm -hmm. know. Syrians. Okay. So, and I had this vision of this being that came to me And he, like the reason I asked you about the blue blue blueprinter is that Mm -hmm. I, he was blue. Like he was like really muscular and blue. And I was like, Ooh, where are you from? (laughs) And he was kind of like telling me that he was from Andromeda and that I was from there too. And I was like, this is weird. And I like wrote down Andromeda and I Googled it and I was like, oh shit, like this is actually a thing. Um, But like nothing that I, I mean, I haven't done like a massive deep dive, but I haven't like read anything about them being blue, but like, is that a thing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, That's okay. kind of the color energy frequency that I see when I work with them is like okay. that bluish purple end of the Yeah, spectrum. like a like a like a royal bluey. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm not crazy. Well, I'm I am oh. crazy, but not because of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love that. I feel like so many people are like so curious about their galactic origin. So where can they start to kind of understand where they're from? So the guidance that I like to give is, first of all, check out my YouTube channel because there's a wealth of information on there. And what I encourage you to do is watch all of the videos that you feel drawn to. And Mm -hmm. as you watch them, really tune into the energy coming through the video because there are energy activations in each one and tune into the information about each group. Why that's important is you already have the answers within you, as we all know. So your soul will naturally feel attuned to some of these specific groups Mm -hmm. that I interview. And then just take note of like which ones you really resonate the most with, because those are going to be the places where you as a soul have spent the majority of your time. Mm. So So you said groups that I, that you interview, is that what you said? Yeah. So what do you interview them? Like, what is that? So to create the the YouTube series, instead of just researching the information on the internet and like verbalizing what everybody else is talking about, I was like, I want to get to know these groups for myself. Mm. So as a channeler, I set the intention to call in the highest vibrational beings from the Pleiadians, from the Andromedans, okay. from the Syrians, and bring, bring in beings who wanted to speak to me and help me get to know who they were, who they, who they are and what they're all about. Okay. Yeah. I have like a weird feeling about Pleiadian energy. Like it feels dark and heavy to me, like, but everyone else like loves it. Well, that's because there, there are, (laughs) there are both benevolent and malevolent beings within each group. Right. And the Pleiadians are very actively involved with what's going on here on planet Earth, both good and bad. Right. So you've probably had interaction with Pleiadian beings who may be more malevolent. And that's what's causing you to feel maybe some of the heaviness and the density. Okay. Fair. So people can go, they can watch the interviews and whatever they feel resonates. I feel like people like look like they're galactic world. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you and I don't like look similar, but like, I don't know when I see like a Pleiadian person, I, I like, I feel like they're like tall, blonde, like, I don't know. I feel like I can see different like features 
that look like I, well and what are like the lion ones those are the lyrens lyrens right that yeah. makes sense yeah like i just feel like when someone when i'm like really paying attention to it and people are saying like where they're from i'm like oh yeah i could see like i could see that you kind of look like a cat you know mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. but so i've had a reading that i've been like had many lifetimes on met like my origin is from andromeda but then i've been many other places as well. Is that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I like to think of each of us as being like a galactic melting pot of Mm -hmm. different incarnations in different star systems, different planets, but we'll have a few that we've spent the most of our time Mm -hmm. incarnation wise. Okay. So once we understand where we're from, what, how can we like leverage this? How can we like use this to gain knowledge, like how can we like kind of channel their energy and utilize the gifts that, that, that we have from these past lives? Yeah. I feel like the best way to go about it is to understand the strengths and then some of the lessons, some of the challenges of each one. So I tried to do that for each of the videos, like giving the perspective of, okay, here are some of the things that you're going to be really good at that are, (laughs) that are going to feel natural to you and your soul that you're going to excel in. And then here are some things that may feel a little bit more challenging that you may consider to be a bit of a weakness or a lesson that you're learning so that you can really understand like, how, what that means about you and how that's applicable to your normal human life. Mm, Okay. That makes sense. So I was, I saw this thing online the other day and it was like, (laughs) if there's so many online, it's like, there's so many online psychics today. Why aren't they all billionaires? Like if you're a psychic, why aren't you a billionaire? (laughs) And like, I, like, I'm obviously an intuitive as well. So I feel like first off, like offensive. No, just yeah, kidding. Totally. Like, but I like, I feel like, like my family's like, okay, if you're psychic, then like, you know, figure things out, you know, or so, like wit by the winning lottery ticket. Yeah. By the way, exactly. Yeah. So how, obviously, you know, there's reasons why that's not the thing, but how are the ways, like, how have you been able to leverage your psychic connection and implement that into your business? Like what are some like tangible tips and tools to do that? Yeah. So my intuition is my biggest, biggest part of my business and the biggest way that I have been able to gain success as a, an entrepreneur very quickly by making intuitively based decisions Mm -hmm. and really using my intuition to hone my discernment for making sure that I am making decisions that are for highest alignment for me. And allowing that to really lead the path so that I can avoid some people or situations or things on the entrepreneurship journey that could have been pitfalls or, you know, lessons learned or time that could have taken away from achieving the success that I've gained really quickly. So I feel like intuition as an entrepreneur is so important and helps you to move faster along the journey, in my opinion. So true. So there's the benefits of having these abilities and these past lifetimes and implementing them into our business, but then there's also the witch wound. (laughs) How has that journey been for you? And how has that kind of shown up for you as you've been on this journey? 
Yeah, it's been huge for me. And that was one of the biggest things that I was working on when I was learning about past lives and past mm-hmm. life regression for the first time, because I discovered that I have had many lifetimes where I was a witch or a healer of some kind and lived a very, very isolated, very lonely lifestyle, whether mm-hmm. I was practicing alone outside of a coven or doing work on my own and then getting persecuted in some way because I was seen as the outcast of the village or whatever the scenario was, it has helped me realize so much about where the fear that has been kind of running in the background of my whole life, where that's coming from so that I can let go of that fear and feel more comfortable to be seen and be visible for doing this work. And what are some of like the tangible, like, I don't know if you've done like specific rituals or like specific clearings, like what has helped you release that? So knowing, so doing past life work, past life regression to help me discover what the lifetimes are and how they're applicable to my life now has been absolutely huge. And working with my guides to help me navigate some of the triggers and the blocks that come up in my 3D human life. So for example, the way that I really make the most of my manifestation process and healing process is I look in my normal daily life to what are the things that are triggering me? What are the things that are bothering me or coming up? Those are all clues into what wounding I have that I need to heal and that I need to take a look at. And then Mm -hmm. I'll work with my guides and I will go into the Akashic records, go into a past life, go into working with the inner child, whatever it is, in order to heal the root cause of where the trigger is coming from. Yes. Love that. So you're launching a program called the Embodied Priestess. Yes. I would love to learn more about that. Absolutely. So the Embodied Priestess was created to be a culmination of everything that we've been talking about today. I work a lot with clients one-on-one who are desiring to step either more deeply into spiritual entrepreneurship or who want to quit their corporate job in order to be an entrepreneur full-time and are just getting their business started. And this, the Embodied Priestess is a group mentorship to help you do just that by diving into your witch wound, diving into your past lives, doing the healing work from your childhood, healing religious trauma, and helping you to heal from all of the ways that may be blocking you from being seen, being visible as an entrepreneur and as a healer. So it's a beautiful container that's going to help people to move more deeply into spiritual entrepreneurship. So needed. And you also have a program called the intuition activation. Yes. So that is, was created to help people discover their psychic and intuitive gifts. So especially if you are newer to the spiritual journey or wanting to really tap into your psychicness and your intuition, that online course teaches you everything that I know about the psychic gifts and mediumship and how you can start working with your guides, how you can work with intuitive tools and how you can start using your intuition in a practical way in your daily life. Beautiful. And also so needed. I feel like so many people are waking up to this right now, like with everything that was going on in the world and people are starting to just wake up to like 
the corruption and the craziness, which also leads to waking up to their own wounding, which also leads to waking up to their own gifts. So for people who are newer on their journey, like now is the time to start diving into all of this stuff. And you also have some freebies on your website, intuition activator, free challenge and a seven day chakra challenge, which hi, we love anything chakra related. So we will link you guys to that in the show notes as well. Anything else on your heart to share with our audience as we are parting anything that you feel the world needs to know right now? Yeah, absolutely. I would say for anyone who feels like they want to start working with their intuition more, but feels like, I don't know how to get started, or that feels like a really big burden, I would encourage you to start making small intuitive decisions. It doesn't have to be a whole lifestyle change or a whole major, you know, quantum leap that you have to make all at once. It can literally just start by Tomorrow, if you're going to order, you know, takeout for dinner or whatever it is, ordering something intuitively or picking Mm -hmm. out something from your favorite coffee coffee shop that you've never gotten before, but that your intuition is telling you to get. And just by making small shifts like that and then seeing the payoff, seeing the reward that can come on the other side, I feel like that's just a beautiful way to really get started with your intuitive journey. And it's also really fun. It's low pressure, you know? Yes, exactly. And like it just builds that trust. I feel like that's where so many people get tripped up. They're like, is this my brain or my intuition talking? So do you have any tips for that? Yeah, definitely. So I encourage people who are really overthinking their intuition to start a journaling practice Mm -hmm. and to get everything that's in the brain out on paper, first and foremost. Usually if you're feeling challenged to figure out which is intuition and which is my mental brain, my, my mental body and my brain, you need to get out all of the thoughts onto paper so that you don't have to worry about them. That way you can sit back and sit into a meditation practice or really lean into whatever downloads are that are coming in. And you'll feel a difference between the mental chatter and the intuition that's coming through. Yeah. Cause you can just be more present when your brain is not scattering and scurrying all around. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So true. Well, thank you so much. You seriously have a plethora of magic to offer the world with all of the things that you're doing. So you guys make sure you check out Emily Logan Lewis. Where can everyone find you online? You can find me on Instagram at Emily the Mystic, as well as on YouTube, also Emily the Mystic and on my website. Same thing. Same thing. Amazing. And we'll link you guys to all of that. So Emily, thank you so much for being here today. And for everyone listening, thank you for being here as well. Make sure to rate us five stars, DM us, let us know how much you love this. Share the episode with a friend. We love a good karmic moment. Love you all. And we'll catch you next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you. 